Hi, and welcome to another episode of Connecting the Dots with me, your host, Cassie Hubert. This is the podcast where I talk about the way that so often our lives can feel like when we're following our instincts, can feel as though we are blindly making a dot-to-dot picture, if you remember those, where you're going from one dot to a totally different dot to another dot, and it feels like the right thing to do, but you have no idea what you're creating. And you really don't see until you look back over a season or even a lifetime and figure out, ah, that was it. It was this beautiful, rich life. So if you are new to here, I just want to say welcome. We're in a little bit of an Advent-themed season right now. And so today's episode is called Waiting in Darkness. Here in the Northern Hemisphere, we are in the winter season. Our days are getting darker, the nights are getting longer, and, you know... Over here in the UK, it's been very, very rainy lately, but we aren't actually in the really cold temperatures and we never get them that cold, not usually anyway. But we are in the colder, darker seasons. And until we hit midwinter, when we hit the solstice, we are going to continue to get longer nights and shorter days. And there is a joy to that time of year where we are able to gather in and suddenly lights look so much lighter and having fairy lights and you know, lamps and coziness is really wonderful if you like that kind of thing. And going for a walk in the dark with a head torch could be quite exciting. But there is something about fires outside if you can have those. I cannot with mine. It would be very dangerous with my kids at home. But it's something about the darkness and celebrating the light within the darkness is really wonderful at this time of year. And that's one of the joys of the Christmas season, which is getting closer, even though we are still in Advent, where it's the sense of light shining in the darkness that is so hopeful. And as people start to put up their Christmas lights and the neighbourhoods, whether you live in a neighbourhood that really goes hell for leather on that or whether it's just subtle, there are a lot more fairy lights and gentle lighting that is more visible and it can be very magical and very exciting. And I think one of the reasons it is so exciting is that pinprick of light, that little candle in the dark gives us such a sense of hope that this darkness is not going to last forever. But when you are in a season that feels very dark and heavy and maybe oppressive, depending on what you've got going on, when you are in a creative slump, when you are stuck, when nothing comes out when you try to sing or talk or you sit down to write and you just have nothing to say, even though you know you've got lots to say, but it's like it won't come up. It can feel unnerving, disorientating, and it can also feel kind of frightening. When you are in a season of darkness and you can't see the light, it can feel very lonely. And yet something that I think is important to remember is that when we are in a dark season, there is a certain amount of waiting around that often inevitably goes with it. Whether that's actually waiting around, because we're waiting for the light of the morning to come, or whether it's that we're not waiting around in a casual way, but it's like we are waiting for something to shift. It can be hard to keep hoping that the darkness is ever going to end. And when it goes on and on and on, and we are way past our comfort zone and way past the time we thought we'd be out of the darkness, it can feel like the wait is going to go on forever. But that isn't true. That season of being in a creative sparseness is actually a gift 
to allow your heart, your soul, your mind, your body to rest and recuperate. Just as, you know, plants don't do much. There are some plants that do a lot throughout winter. Yeah, absolutely. You know, why do you think we all eat sprouts in the winter in England? It's because they grow at this time of year better than a lot of other veg. But it's like, on the whole, the abundance of life that we get excited about in spring and that we get to harvest in autumn, that's all gone. And not much is happening. But what's left on the surface is often sparse and it can feel like nothing is happening under the surface. But while the earth is both resting, underneath the soil a lot is going on. Life is often germinating or it's lying dormant ready for the right conditions when it will burst through and start to grow again. It gives the, chance, the earth a chance to replenish, to have that time off producing, producing, producing. And when we're in a creative season of darkness, whether that's because we haven't got any jobs, whether that's because I, I've been in a real season for a while, I've been a bit more inspired lately, but I have been where, despite the fact that I always have several hundred ideas or thoughts, or if you suddenly gave me a challenge, I could probably come up with some cool, crazy ideas that may or may not work, but, you know, to get things flowing. Despite that, it's not until about a month ago that I've written a poem and actually, that's one area that I tend to find there's a certain amount of flow in. I've really struggled to write. I've struggled to make anything. And so while I come up with lots of ideas for my kids, singing about nappy changes, and I did actually help my eldest write a song for a friend the other day, which was quite fun, help her sort of frame it a bit and riff a few ideas. But I have found that there's been like an internal stillness that has felt empty, but I've known enough about my process to realize that it's not that it's empty, it's just that it's lying dormant. And actually there's been a lot going on in my emotional life that has needed the time to process and to go inwards and to reflect and to just cope. And little by little, I found lately there's been a bit more give again and I've suddenly had some more ideas or a bit of inspiration or just a clarity. I think that's the biggest thing I've been missing is that lack of clarity to really get ideas down. So I've got lots of cool ideas, but nothing I can kind of get a grip on. Like trying to, I don't know, I've never wrestled squid, but I imagine if you had lotiony hands and you're in the ocean, lotion in the ocean, lotiony hands in the ocean, you're trying to catch slippery fish or squid or something and they're getting away from you, you just can't quite get a grip. Wow, I need to get a grip <laughs> with this podcast. But you know what I mean? Like just, it slips through your fingers or trying to hold water that just keeps disappearing and you've got nothing to put it in. Sometimes going after creative ideas when you are in a season of dormancy or darkness or heaviness or emotional overwhelm or burnout. Because actually I think a lot of what has been going on in my creative life has been a certain amount of burnout emotionally and physically over the last couple of years and it's like it's hitting. And that's why I haven't had the brain to do anything else in the last couple of months. And in many ways on a larger scale, not much beyond this podcast not much over the last year it can feel like that is going to go on forever but the first thing I want to say is everything has a cycle sometimes those seasons of cycles say that 20 times fast sometimes the seasons of those cycles takes a lot longer than we would like sometimes that waiting period where we're just waiting for anything to shift or our hearts to shift or our minds to get clear or any of that it goes on forever it doesn't 
but it goes on way longer than we would like. I just want to remind you and encourage you that it's not forever. It will shift, but you might be in an elongated section of your cycle of life, growth, creativity, etc. at the moment. And that's how it feels like you're waiting forever in the darkness, but you're not. The second thing I want to say is that the wait is not for nothing. It's not just a weird redundancy where you are sitting there with nothing to do for no purpose and you're going to have waited and been like, what was the point of that? So often, much to my own personal frustration, the waiting season is to do some work in me, especially when it's a creatively dry season and I can't put work out. That's because something is happening in me. It's a season for me to heal, to process, to recover, to regroup, to replenish, to recreate, <laughs> recreate, all, all the rewords. But it's there for a purpose. And that purpose is to work on me. My having a dark season of creativity or lack of brilliant focus in relationships or whatever is not necessarily about the other person or the other people or the people wanting the work. It's, it's about me and what I need. It's not about everybody else. It's about what I need. And maybe from the outside, it looks like I'm doing nothing. Maybe from the outside, it looks like you're doing nothing. Maybe from the inside, it feels like nothing is happening. And yet it is not for no reason. You need this season of darkness and waiting and dormancy. Not to freak you out and make you feel like you've completely lost it, you're never going to find it again and there's no hope in future, but because maybe you haven't stopped in ages. Maybe you have been putting out and putting out and putting out so many ideas. Maybe you've been doing that in your relationships. You've been putting so much energy into everybody else or what's in front of you. Maybe you've been in a season of emergency or crisis or just heightened need. That dark season is actually a gift and it's there for you to begin to heal. And all the while we continue to measure our value and our worth by how much we can put out, how much productivity, we accomplish how productive we feel, how much work we can do, how many relationships we can maintain. We will miss the truth that we are valuable and precious intrinsically because of who we are. And I believe sons and daughters of the living God and therefore deeply precious purely because we are loved by God and made by God. And even if you don't believe that, you're fundamentally valuable whether you believe that or not. But all the while we see creativity and output, not creativity, but productivity and output and not even flashy life, but the image of life's going perfectly. We've got all these friends and all doing all these things and we're making this money and we've got this success. And, you know, we can lose sight of the fact that maybe we have had a lot to deal with and we haven't stopped long enough to actually face it or grieve it or cry it out. The wait is not for nothing. And the third thing I want to say is that the waiting is not empty. As a Christian in this season of Advent, the focus is very much on the promise of the coming of the birth of Christ, the promise of the coming of Christ rather, and 
the Christ being born as a baby and Mary carrying that baby and that expectation and the virgin is with child and he shall be called wonderful counselor, prince of peace, Emmanuel, everlasting father, you know, savior. The promise of that, much like pregnancy, is hidden. I've had the privilege of being pregnant five times and although I didn't carry my fourth fully, the promise is the knowing that it's there but you can't see it. And then the expectation as you physically grow and the baby starts to grow and but it's still on the inside you still don't totally know what it's going to be who it's going to be how it's going to how it's going to be and yet that space where your body is doing lots of stuff on the inside is not empty very visibly not empty during pregnancy but this sense of expectation of promise there is stuff happening good stuff, rich stuff, life being created, knitted together. And whether visually and physically in a mother's womb or, or simply in your life, your emotional journey, your creative life, just because it's dark and you are waiting there, waiting for something to be birthed, doesn't mean that nothing is growing. It is not an empty darkness. It's not an empty sense of silence. And so I really want to encourage you that in this wonderful season of Advent, and you might already be headlong and fully happily into Christmas. You do you. I like Advent. I like building that sense of expectation and hanging on to the promise of the light in the darkness, the promise of hope when you can barely hope. You know, we look at our world right now and I'm pretty sure every generation has felt this in some shape or form. And they certainly were at the time of Jesus. But like, there is a lot of really painful stuff happening around the world from climate change to war to oppression to slavery to human trafficking to just people's mental health being awful to, to our own stories of family that maybe don't involve the bigger things. But, but there's so much going on in this world that causes us pain and challenge and it can feel very dark. And yet I believe there is hope. There is hope for a brighter future. I think there is a promise of fulfillment. And I ultimately believe that promise is fulfilled in Jesus and, you know, will be at the end and everything else. But it's like there is a hope of somebody who loves you and sees you. But I think that translates in this season of Advent where we're getting ready for Christmas, but it's not quite there yet. And maybe we're counting down on our Advent calendars and getting really excited, but you're waiting for the promise to be fulfilled, the promise of the presence you were hoping for, the promise of the family time, the promise of the good food, the promise of the sense that you are not alone and that you have people and meaning and intimacy and closeness that you are longing for. And if you don't have physical family around, you still have a God, whether you know that God or not, who loves you and offers himself freely to be your closest friend. I want to encourage you that in this season as we wait, the waiting in the darkness, whether that is a creative darkness for you or a darkness of relationships that have gone sour and are difficult, a season where you just have no energy, where your mental health is seriously on the floor, I want to remind you and encourage you that this wait will not be forever. You will not be forever in a limbo. It will not always be dark. Just like the dawn promises to come so there will be dawn in your circumstances. 
The wait is not for nothing. In this season, when you are waiting, there is stuff happening to shift and grow who you are in such a way that brings you greater freedom. It's not just to make you, oh, I learned something from that tough time yet. No, no, it's there to give you a greater sense of freedom and hope and to move letting go of some of the stuff that you've been carrying for however long that maybe you don't need to keep carrying. It's not for nothing, it's for you. And the third is that the waiting is not empty. There is expectation and promise, there is future, there is hope. And we might wait in darkness for the coming of the light, but the light will come. And whether that's a creative darkness and nothing's happening, there will be a day when suddenly those ideas start flooding back. When your energy and desire to follow them through is also coming back. And as we get ready for Christmas, sitting with that difficult tension of the now and the not yet, the waiting in the darkness because the light hasn't come yet, trusting that that darkness is a space held with love. If you have enjoyed this podcast, then I am so glad. Um, Welcome, come back. I'm here most weeks and I will be taking a little break over Christmas, but we're not quite there yet. So I want to wish you the hope of light coming in the darkness that you are not alone that you are seen that you are loved and that your creativity your relationships and all that's going on in your health and your mental health it matters and this waiting season comes with a wonderful promise of fulfillment and joy and so as we get closer to Christmas I want to wish you all that joy of hope God bless